0: Welcome to episode 5 of the Optimal Being Podcast and today we're going to be looking at one of the most fascinating topics for me and that is the subconscious mind. Looking at what exactly is the subconscious mind and what are the different ways that we can actually activate this part of the mind to ensure that we are reaching and getting our goals, our wishes, our desires. Now For those of you who may not know, the subconscious mind is actually, we are ruled from this part of our mind 95% of the time. means that 95% of the time, we actually operate from this part of our mind, whether we know it or not. Think of an instance where you were driving, for example. If you were driving and you were speaking to your passenger in the car, you may recall the conversation, but you may not recall the signs on the road or the people that were passing on the street or what have you because... When you are putting your awareness to the conversation there's something that takes over that drives for you and that is the subconscious mind, the autopilot mode if it were. So first of all what are the differences between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind? First of all the conscious mind is volitional. What that means is it sets goals, it judges results and it thinks abstractly. Whereas the subconscious mind is habitual. So it monitors operations of the body. Think about you know it beats our heart for us, we don't have to think about breathing, it, it it allocates our breathing for us, it allows us to breathe, it looks after our digestion and what have you, and it thinks literally. Another key difference between the two is the sense of time. Now, with our conscious mind, we can, we're not restricted by time, right? We can be in the present, we can be in the past, and we can be in the future. We can go into any of those three realities and experience them as though they are happening in the now whereas one of the key differences is that the subconscious mind is always in the present moment always in the now which is why for example let's just say that you got into a car accident and a week later you are recalling the car accident to your friends or to your family you may notice that your body starts to clench up your fists go tight you may start sweating because your mind believes that that trauma is happening again. You're going through that same instance again. Another key difference between the two is that with our conscious mind, we have a limited processing capacity, which basically means we have a short-term memory. (laughs) And research has shown that it's approximately 20 seconds, and we can only kind of register one to three events at a time. Say, for example, um, you are on the phone with one of your friends, you are trying to send an email, and suddenly your son or your daughter starts trying to get your attention, sooner or later it's going to be too much for your mind to handle, and you're going to say, okay, enough, one at a time. Whereas the subconscious mind has a huge, expansive processing capacity. Think of it as our supercomputer. It has a long-term memory in that it stores all of your past experiences, all of your attitudes, all of your values, and most importantly, all of your beliefs, however limiting or empowering they are. It also can process thousands of of events at a time and its processing capacity is on average around about 40 million bits of information per second but of course we're still studying this further. So what that means is essentially your subconscious mind is able to absorb huge, huge, huge bits of information and through that it filters it and it filters it through your past experiences, through your attitudes, through your values, through your beliefs to make sure that it is in line with this. Now what a lot of people don't know is actually 95% of the subconscious mind is formed in the last trimester of pregnancy all the way up until we're seven years old. So between these ages we are essentially like a sponge. Nature has allowed us such a, a larger number of years to actually really develop and to know what it is to operate in society. Because the fact of the matter is for a lot of other mammals, you know, as soon as they come out, they're straight into the wild, right? They have to know how to eat, how to walk, how to breathe, how to live very, very quickly. Whereas we have quite a large time under the umbrella. And in this time, you know, we're often inundated with beliefs that we absorb from our families, from our cultures, from our friends, from our society, from our teachers. And this then determines how we interact in the rest of our life, how we actually create our lives. Now, why don't we look at the three most powerful ways to that anyone can use to activate their subconscious mind? And as I'm sure a lot of you may know, that you know, once you have got control of your subconscious mind, that is really when you can actually make your wishes, your goals, your desires come true very, very quickly. Having control of this part of the mind, the part of the mind that is a million times more powerful then your conscious mind will allow you to get the results that you want to get. Anyone can get healthy, happier, wealthier, and successful if they apply and use the lessons that are needed to actually open up this part of the mind and to gain that awareness. So without further ado, number one, meditation. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about meditation nowadays, and it is an ancient technique and one of the most simple and most powerful ways that we can actually activate and boost this part of the mind. Science and research has proven, you know, it has so many benefits from relieving stress to calming down our nervous system, to making us more creative, to recharging our mental power, our ability to rest, and allowing us to become more calmer, more peaceful, and more connected to that deepest, highest version of ourselves. Now, essentially what meditation does is it allows us to become still, right? And meditation, you know, it doesn't have to be sitting in the lotus, lotus position, arming for hours on end. Meditation is simply a stillness of mind, and people get that stillness of mind in different ways, right? Whether it's through walking, whether it's through cooking, whether it's through playing a sport, something like that. But the key is to actually make that a, a habit, something where you can actually easily get into that state and that stillness very quickly. And when you're going into meditation, watch a meditator who's been you know meditating for a few years or a few months or however strong their meditation practice is, what you soon realize is that you are not your thoughts. You are the awareness of your thoughts. And this really starts to actually create a buffer. And that buffer is so key because it allows you to actually first of all see the thoughts, the emotions, the feelings that arise. And to actually, when you have that gap, that buffer, you can view them non-judgmentally. You can view them simply as they are. And when you have that awareness, you can actually redirect it to whatever it is you want to do or however it is you want to feel. You are no longer at the mercy of your mind, of your thoughts, of your past programming and what have you. So it's an amazing, amazing way for just becoming still. And there are so many practices out there to look at. Going into YouTube, there's so many amazing meditations you can access. Um, Initially, I... I've had a meditation practice for um, for a decade now almost it was I I grew up with one and then I got back into it when I actually was introduced to Headspace and since Mm. then I've taken up a um, yogic meditation practice called Shunya which allows you to essentially dip into that what we call nothingness or everythingness the 90% that that is not even there right that kind of ether and one of the quickest ways to kind of dip into that is simply by getting back in touch with your breath the breath is such a vital key component of actually bringing your awareness back to the present moment though the second um, way to activate the subconscious mind is visualization and this has been a secret that some of the top olympians and athletes have known for decades and that is simply that when you are visualizing success, you are creating that internally. And when you create something internally, you will be able to experience it externally if you are dedicated enough. And what I mean by that is that a lot of people don't have a habitual visualization process. They might visualize um, just once or twice and then think, oh, it doesn't work. But visualization is so, so powerful because your mind does not know the difference between imagination and reality. And this is when, you know, if you start to get onto this topic of visualization you start to actually manifest or attract or create your visualizations into the outside world, you realize that the universe is not static. It is a constantly ebbing and flowing. It is constantly reacting to every single thought, every single vibration, every single emotion, every feeling you are given off. And visualization really allows you to take control of your mind and to put into your mind and show it what you want to create in your life and I have had so many stories and heard so many stories from my clients about how they were visualizing um, you know whether it was a house or a car or what have you and they received or got that actual house that exact car and it is the most amazing way to really actually start to open up those amazing creative potentials you have within you one of the quickest ways to do this is to grab a vision board which is simply you know a board where you envision your ideal life you know what is your life look like in five years time what do you look like what does your family look like what does your house look like getting a lot of clarity on where it is you want to go so you can actually direct the power of the mind because if there's no direction it is kind of just lulling and gagging and it's just in the in-between so it's neither here nor there now, the third method to activate the subconscious mind is the use of positive affirmations. Affirmations are absolutely amazing, and I guess they've got quite a lot of bad rap in the sense that people are saying, Oh, it's so easy for me to just say, you know, I am rich, I am wealthy, I am p- positive, I am successful, what have you, but it's not coming into my life. And now, a lot of people give up on their affirmations quite quickly, and you know, affirmations do generally take the longest because you're trying to shift the belief. Um, from a conscious level of the mind, you know, repeating the statement over and over again and hoping that it will then sink deeper into the subconscious level of the mind. Now, the key to affirmations, there are two really key pieces of information you should use. That is number one, the ideal time to repeat affirmations is first thing in the morning and last thing at night. Simple reason being is that the subconscious is most active um, at these two times, first thing in the morning, last thing at night. The second thing is that an affirmation Really, I think Tony Robbins uses the word incantation, which is really pairing an affirmation with an emotion, with a feeling. Because when you're starting to generate that energy, when you're actually feeling, you know, for example, let's just say, I am successful. Now, You can either say it like, I am successful, I am successful, I am successful. Or you can boldly say it, I am successful. You can even hear the difference in that energy, just the difference in how I was saying it. My body opened up, I stood taller, I felt like I was successful. Now repeating this over and over again and really honing in that feeling of what does success, for example, look like to you? How does that feel? And when you become clearer on the feeling, your body and your mind becomes clearer on the results and then you are by default attracted to what it is you're looking for in your life now um, with my clients I always say you know just pick one affirmation for 10 days and just repeat that over and over 10 times in the morning 10 times in the evening and feel it say it boldly say it proudly say it loudly and see the difference in feeling you get when you're speaking that aloud from day one all the way through to day 10 So these are just some simple ways that you can use to access your subconscious. Anyone can use this in their daily life and drop in and really start to activate this huge potential that is within us. I always use the analogy that, you know, as much as we have all these amazing computers in the world that are out there, the fact is, is that we have the most powerful supercomputer between our ears. Yet, unfortunately, a lot of us were not taught the the tools and how to actually use this. You know, we weren't given that user manual. And for those of you who are looking for even, even more deeper and more profound change, maybe you've used these tools before, they haven't worked, check out my website, theoptimalbeing.com. What I do is I specialize in modalities that help people transform stuff that they've been struggling with for years in 60 minutes. So check out theoptimalbeing.com. And if you've liked this podcast, found it interesting, please like it, please share it, please subscribe it. I want to get this knowledge out to as many people as possible.